welcome, Tesla Illusions. We are back after a... God, it's been 10 or 11 weeks. But you know what? It's only natural to take a break after you have the winner of Big Brother on your podcast. The incumbent winner of Big Brother Canada, which, God, talk about one of my all-time favorite interviews. Uh, I... I mean, the podcast, we've taken a lot of breaks uh, this past year. Uh, if you follow me on my Facebook page, I do a lot of live streams there. I've been pretty busy with other stuff. But, hey, we've got a Senate map that, oh boy, this is uh, kind of a sequel episode to a uh, episode we did in 2020 called Vote Joe, uh, Vote Joe Biden and 2020 Senate Analysis. If you go back and listen to that, and that episode was still insanely popular until about... I want to say, like, April 2021, but I was pretty damn right about most of that stuff. I The idea that, that the, the Senate was ever supposed to flip, like, a bunch of seats uh, typically doesn't happen. And uh, they got lucky. They got lucky with Georgia picking up not one but two, and we've got a 50-50 Senate, and uh, it's kind of a mess, and it's going to be kind of a mess. <laughs> I mean, the House is almost certainly... I mean, we're talking they only have a six-seat majority right now. House, I mean, generally speaking, the House swings in the in at least a dozen seats, typically, especially in an off-year midterm election. Not a presidential, uh, you know, there's nobody on the presidential ticket running for office. Yeah, yeah, Republicans. We may be looking at Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House. That is the likeliest outcome. That is an outcome you could... If you were to place bets, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, God. But, there's some good news. If you have a swing district, if you live, specifically, I'm going to single out the states of Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, you can get an immense, an immense, an immense fucking scum-of-the-earth whack job named Ron Johnson, who, you know, Trump said bleach could cure COVID. Ron Johnson was like, hey, why don't we do mouthwash? As a sen- elected senator, he downplayed the January 6th riot. He uh, is very anti-vaccine, and uh, he, the, it goes on and on. The amount of QAnon, Hannity, to even call him a Hannity mouthpiece, frankly, he's an Alex Jones mouthpiece. The man is absolutely... Bat shit crazy, and he's been in the Senate for 12 years, and we have a chance to get rid of him. A uh, Wisconsin's Lieutenant Governor, Mandela Barnes, is running against him. That's going to be a nail-biter, and it's frankly depressing that this whack job might get three—he uh, might get reelected. but uh, you, we, we have a chance to get rid of Ron Johnson. That would be absolutely—I'll tell you what, there was nobody as crazy as him running in 2020 in the Senate races, and I mean, people can fight me on that. And now in 2022, Ron Johnson, I'm not even sure he's the craziest one. Because we have, we have Crudite, uh, Dr. Oz in, in Pennsylvania. And uh, I don't even know what to say about Herschel Walker. He definitely doesn't know what Crudite is. Uh, I'm not sure he knows what words are. I, I've heard him speak. I'm not sure if he understands English as a language. Uh, he's probably had too many concussions from football. I don't even know. I don't want to just sit here and insult the people. But... Hang on. These people could be our senators. One of them currently is a senator. And we could elect two people 
who are absolutely batshit crazy. And there's already too many of those people. Marshall Blackburn in Tennessee. I, the list goes on and on. I hate, 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 hate the Senate. The idea that we have, there are 700,000 people in the state of Wyoming. That's roughly the population of Long Beach, which isn't even the most populous area in Southern California. And California, with its 40 million people, people all the time, founding fathers, that's why we have the Senate over the House. No, no. 40 million, 700,000, I don't think so. Two Senate seats, like, we have in a decidedly undemocratic, backwards nation. It's a disgrace. I, I, <laughs> I'm urging people to vote to try and, like... Last last lever of the, you know, we, the levees guarding the, I don't even, this country is so fucked, and it's been fucked from its very existence, and I, there's nothing I hate more than the United States Senate. I, it's, it's just such an abomination, the idea that we let Mississippi and Wyoming and Alaska and these, I, I had to stop myself, but frankly, I think most people need to hear it, um, I'll, I'll do respect to the 10 people who live in Wyoming, but I'm going to go ahead and say this: that's a worthless state that should be, just be absorbed into a different state. It's its worthless. Uh, and the idea that there's two— Out of the 10 people who live there, we've got Liz Cheney who's been hoisted up. Oh, what a resistor champion. I mean, fuck Liz Cheney. Um, the person who's replacing her is going to be crazier, but that doesn't mean that she's good. Her father has committed more atrocities than most of us could ever even dream of, and— She's uh she's she's not a hero. That's that's just the way it goes. And uh, oh, by the way, as as we're a few minutes into this podcast, uh, if you do enjoy Esther Dialusions, please consider leaving an Apple review. Uh, my account, my Facebook page, since it's kind of exploded in following, uh, I do get some trolls who leave bad reviews on my books. My Goodreads score is in the toilet. Uh, it's annoying that my podcast uh, gets kind of caught in that crossfire, even. A podcast which we've barely been updating lately, but okay, we'll do some, uh, first before we go into the Senate race, this will be a bit shorter than the last one, uh, my, just right off the bat, my prediction, if, if I had to call the Senate race right now, I would say that it's probably gonna end up a plus one for the Democrats, which is, I mean, off your election, that's not the worst thing in the world, but, uh, that kind of ties into another point, which is, uh, a lot of progressives may get angry at me for for saying this muted praise, and once I say it, you can determine really what the worth of this is. But uh, I, Joe Biden has actually, all things considered, he he barely has something that we could call a governing majority. It, it's it's just not. It's a it's a split Senate. There's barely any seats in the House. There's not enough seats in the House. Like if people are 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 out of office, like they're missing votes because they're back home or something. Uh, that causes real problems. It, it, it's hard to understate how hard it is to govern with the numbers that, that the, the Democrats control, uh, in theory at least, both both sections of uh, the, that control the House and the Senate and the White House. But those 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 leads. I mean, we, Joe Manchin basically has a, a veto. A, any of the senators have basically a veto. One vote screws everything. Uh, so that's not really a governing majority. That said. Uh, He's managed to do uh, a fair amount of of, of poli- He's passed a lot of legislation that doesn't go as far as a lot of us would like. Certainly doesn't go as far as I would like. But um, 
he's got a lot of stuff done that that a lot of people didn't think possible. The bipartisan infrastructure bill comes to mind. Uh, my state in California will benefit a lot from that bill. Uh, it, it's not perfect, but uh, even the most recent, the Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't appear that it'll do that much to reduce inflation, but um, uh, capping prescription drug costs and capping insulin, I think a lot of that only applies to seniors, which is kind of a bummer, but hey, that's a step in the right direction. Uh, I don't love Obamacare. Uh, I'll be forever grateful. Obamacare undeniably has uh, created so many opportunities for me as a trans uh, woman to get a lot of care I needed uh, through insurance and stuff like that. Not perfect, but hey, real material good. And there's a lot of other things that Biden's done. Uh, uh, COVID relief was no joke. Uh, he's done a fantastic job with the ju- judiciary. Uh, he did not... We did get out of Afghanistan uh, the way that he did that. Maybe not the best. Uh, his gun his gun, uh, his gun, gun bill didn't really go far enough, but he got it done. He got something done. Uh the CHIPS Act is, is, is solid legislation. Um, I mean, it's not a big list, but I, think about what Mitch McConnell did during Obama's term. I mean, the obstruction... He's done, he's done, he's done enough good... Th- this is an administration worth filling out a ballot and, and uh, voting to, to try and get a, them a little bit of relief or, in the ha- case of uh, the House, to try and... Uh, Bludgeon the blow uh, a little bit. Uh, it sucks. We didn't get it. I, I still have a Bernie Sanders poster in my room, uh, in my be- uh, living room. I'm a big bleeding heart progressive. I want go a step further. I'm basically a Neiman Marxist, I like to say. Uh, <laughs> extremely far left. But um, we live in a center-right country. America is a center-right country. Uh, it, it does us no good to, to deny that. As, as progressives, uh, we're not well represented in government. However, we can bring about material good by um, when you fill out a ballot. And a lot of people who are progressives on Twitter or wherever don't actually vote. And that's a bad thing. We have to, all of us, every single one of us, whether you live in a state, a, a solid red state or a solid blue state, and you think your vote's worthless, a ballot has a lot of damn names on it, from local to state, statewide office, all sorts of people who can affect your lives with your pol- with their policies. And if you take a few minutes, you look through their campaign literature, you look on their websites, you can figure out which ones are better for you than other ones. And for all of us, for all of us in this nation, there is somebody on a ballot who is better than somebody else. It's never a zero-sum game, and there's never nothing you can do. And I'd, go, I'd go, go a step further as well. I am a firm believer in the idea that you should not ransom or threaten to not show up at the polls in a general election. It is basic civics 101, not beholden to a party or anything of, of duty, vote blue no matter who, that's an idiotic uh, phrase, but it is your civic duty to go there. Hey, even if you take a ballot, and on half the things, you leave them blank, you write in some candidate, you do a protest vote, whatever. You vote for a couple of them. Frankly, you, you fill out a ballot and you want to not vote for anybody and just write bullshit names, you still get counted as having done that. That is still better than not doing anything at all. I, I, I wouldn't recommend you do that. But um, the way that we bring about change is by uh, turning voters first, basically by... 
getting new voters and then converting them into habitual voters. So you vote every year, regardless of, of what's going on. You fill out a ballot. You get in the habit of doing it. And I, I say this as a trans person, and I guess also on the eve, you know, Roe v. Wade, the unthinkable happened. It was overturned by a uh, conservative majority on the Supreme Court that Democrats, frankly, basically let them happen. It's a disgrace that Joe Biden has not pushed court packing more. The Neil Gorsuch seat was stolen. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh was confirmed. That's an utter farce, that whole shit show. They should have, in any other other civilized country, they would have said, hey, I like beer. They would have kicked that fucker straight to the curb where he belongs. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, and then also Amy Coney Barrett, they do a full lip, full flip. They uh, two, uh, barely, t- not even two weeks before the election, they put her in office. And uh, hey, they they did that. And look at the Senate. Uh, she Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't even dead when we did the uh, Joe Biden when we did the last one of these. A big cataclysmic, unpopular. The Republicans did something horrifically unpopular. And they basically didn't pay any price for that. It's, it's fucked up. This is a really fucked up nation. So this is why you don't play footsie with your vote. You go and you vote. And you don't threaten people You you to say you won't do it. You uh, It sucks. It feels dirty. I, I, I don't feel good right now shilling for Joe Biden. I If I got five minutes for Joe Biden, I would give that fucker a piece of my mind on... Uh, it's really court packing would be the one thing. And the, we may actually see marriage equality after the midterms. It's possible. I wouldn't rule it out. I, I don't say that with, with tremendous optimism. I've struggled to get to 60 Republican votes. I, I've tried to count with the filibuster. I mean, that's another thing that Joe Biden has really uh, failed on is, is his, his, his attempts to abolish the filibuster. I, I, it's almost parody to say that he's even attempted it. He, he kind of said it that he might endorse it for voting rights. It was so meager and weak and foolish. <laughs> I'm not sparing punches. It's a it's a disgrace and it's a moral. It's an abdication of duty that he uh, wouldn't fight harder for court packing and abolishing the filibuster. That is a moral failing of that man. Um, as I said, that he's 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 had a decent presidency though. I'll give him that. Vote for this man who has moral failing. You know what? Politicians are flawed people. Don't worship politicians. Joe Biden sucks. Go fill out a ballot and support his party. <laughs> I laugh because, I mean, look, we have to treat this like gallows humor in some ways. It sucks. To, it sucks as a trans woman that I have one political party I can vote for. I can't fully engage in the de- in, in democracy, the Democratic, not not the capital D, but... In, in democracy, I can't fully participate because I'd be a fucking moron to vote for one of the two options and I'd be a fucking moron to not vote for the other. I have one, one option. I don't like that. I think that, I, I think it sucks that we live in a country where I don't have a few good options. In the primary, you have a couple good options. Uh, we're a little past that though. We don't do primary uh, podcasts. We're too busy with breaks. Um... <laughs> It sucks. It really sucks. I want to empathize with everybody who thinks I suck for doing this podcast. It doesn't necessarily feel great to have to do it, but we part of being an adult, I'd say this as a 31-year-old who spends a lot of her free time skateboarding around and playing pool with strangers in gay bars, um, 
it sometimes it sucks to have to do things that are the adult thing to do. And I hate to tie voting Democratic with, with the adult thing to do, but it is the only sane thing to do. Trust, like, believe me. The Republicans are, are, are they're that crazy. They're that crazy. There is no equivocation between the two parties. Democrats suck on so, so many levels. It's so embarrassing that they're what we've got. But this is reality. This is reality. This is, uh, your votes have consequences. There are consequences to our actions. And living in that real world, the shitty, this sucks, I hate them option, that's what we have to do. A lot of a lot of professional podcasters or people on Twitter, they'll tell you it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. It does matter. There, and it, it matters at your local level, your school boards, all sorts of things. Honestly, I, I've seen this. I've I've seen this more than a lot of people. Stuff even like a school board. You're talking about a trans kid's uh, uh, chance at dignity in their formative years of their lives. Uh, by putting somebody on the board who can who can vouch f- who can fight for their 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 just basic sense of uh, inclusion and uh, their right to take a piss in 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 their school that's that's serious uh, shit like that can be determined by a ballot uh, it's no joke it's we we have an obligation a categorical imperative if you will we talked about Kant on our very la- last episode back in July with uh, Kevin. From Big Brother, we talked about the categorical imperative, which I do a bad job of enunciating. Categorical. Boy, that's not that hard of a word to say. <laughs> uh, you do. You have a duty to go and vote. And God, I mean, it just sucks. I I, I don't feel good about saying that. I, ugh, ugh, I fuck the Democrat. I really hate the Democrat. I, our, Demo- our, our Democratic congressman uh, is a former mayor. His office, well, he's still the mayor. His office is just... A block over from me, uh, I find him to be very tedious in local election. Uh, he's local politics. He's a very tedious man. Uh, but uh, got to vote. Got to vote for him. I, Long Beach borders Orange County. I don't want to fuck around with that. We do not need a red red congressman. Uh, no, thank you. Not on my watch. <laughs> anyway, okay. Let's look at... Nah. Haven't I done such a great pitch for Biden? Look, doing things you don't want to do is a part of life, and it sucks, and we hate it, but uh, let's just acknowledge that, because the the consequences of not doing it, of, of just letting things fester and rot, which is the Senate. The Senate is a festering, rotting shithole. Uh, uh, and, uh, part of that, guess what? Democrats had really bad showings in 2018, and, I mean, they picked up some key seats in 2020. They lost. We talked about it in the last episode. I, I have it linked in the description. Go back if you don't believe me. They lost some real dumb ones. Maine. And they basically, Chuck Schumer, spending all the stupid money on Amy McGrath in Kentucky trying to beat McConnell. Are you fucking kidding me? Horrible. Chuck Schumer did an embarrassingly bad job with uh, Senate candidates, and he only got bailed out because that Georgia on the ground get out the vote is one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in electoral politics. Uh, Stacey Abrams may be able to pull off a governor— she may, uh, in, a, in a rematch with Brian Kemp, she may be able to win the governor's seat. Uh, the organization efforts by uh, Georgia Democrats, I mean, we, I really wish we could have that on a national level because they did fantastic work. But, okay, let's look at the Senate. 
Now, I'm looking at the real clear politics aggregate. Uh, I love aggregates. Rotten Tomatoes, huge fan. Uh, aggregates are good. Single aggregates prevent anomalies and outliers from uh, totally disrupting the data, but also they get included. Um, the RCP projection, I actually don't agree with it right now. Uh, hard to say I know better than the experts, but I'm actually pretty good at this shit. Uh, they have a net change of plus two for the GOP, which would give them 52 seats over 48. According to their math, they have a flip in uh, Nevada. They have uh, Dr. Oz winning in Pennsylvania. They have Ron Johnson holding in Wisconsin and... Uh, they have Raphael Warnock losing to that idiot Herschel Walker in uh, Georgia. So that would be the that'd be their math. <sighs> well, let's look at the let's look at the recent polls. Of, RealClearPolitics.com is a good way to check. Uh, and polls are imperfect things, but they actually are also in, in a lot of ways accurate. So um, if we look at some of the latest Senate polls, this is some worrisome. I mean, Florida really frustrates me as. <sighs> I mean, we've watched the state. It's not really a. It's it's not a true purple state anymore. You have the clown Ron DeSantis, who's instead of governing, he's shipping my. It's really. It's it's. I don't even want to joke about it. It's so disgusting. He put, he put asylum seekers who come to this country. He put on a plane and send them. It's just disgraceful. He sent him to Martha's Vineyard. It's so disgusting. Um, but a combination of him and Rubio should probably save them both. Kind of similar to what happened in 2018, where Bill Nelson lost to outgoing senator or outgoing governor incoming senator rick scott who uh i hate the man ran a pretty damn good race though hard to hard to argue with that um florida I've, val demings is the senate candidate for the democrats uh it's hard to it's hard to complain with the job that uh, she's running a good race i don't think she can win i don't really people are kidding your, themselves if they actually think that she can win that. Uh, Warnock is a different case, though. He's running against an absolute moron. Reverend Warnock is an impressive candidate. He's a great speaker. Uh, I, I think it. De you know, the debate with him and Kelly Loeffler, where, where she kept going, radical liberal Raphael Warnock, radical liberal Ra Raphael Warnock. Uh, one of the most clownish things I've ever watched. Uh, it, it's hard to think that Herschel Walker will be a better orator than Kelly Loeffler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, they currently, uh, a lot of the polls have, uh, Warnock, uh, basically we're looking at a, a lot of them are showing consistently a, uh, plus two, a, uh, CBS YouGov poll had him at a plus two, an Atlanta Journal, Constitu Atlantic Journal Constitution poll has Walker up with a plus two. Uh, Maris poll has a plus two, and a Quinnipiac poll from last week had uh, Warnock at a plus four. Uh, what that basically, if we look at all of those, uh, I don't want to like cherry pick the the Atlanta Journal Constitution poll is not good for Warnock, and I, I don't want to denigrate that poll just because it doesn't give me the data I like. I would probably of the of all of those I, I don't know it's it, you know what we're we're 6 weeks out so nitpicking over percentage points uh is kind of worthless it'll tighten this will tighten and i don't like the fact that it'll tighten cuz warnock doesn't have a ton of wiggle room it it's going to be a nail biter and uh the fact that the fact that there's this uh, governor race involved as well uh bad things could bad things could happen herschel walker that absolute fucking moron dumb as a 
it, it it's insulting to bricks because bricks actually have value in the world. You could build something with a brick. You can't build anything with the with the bowl of mush that is Herschel Walker's brain. Uh, God help him. Um, I really hope God doesn't help him though. Uh, it's absolute mess. Um, that's a scary. It's scary. It's scary that he may win and he could win. These polls should not fill you with a ton of optimism that Warnock could win uh, or will win. Uh, he has a good chance. He has a better than 50-50 chance, a slight. It's going to be a nail-biter, though. That's the scariest fucking shit. All right. Um, right. Let's look at the Wisconsin one. It's it's kind of a mess. Uh, the latest, we have a poll from, this was recorded on Wednesday September 21st, we have a poll. We have two separate polls from Tuesday. An Everson poll has a Johnson up at plus four. And uh, a Sienna Spectrum News has Barnes at a plus one. Uh, and then also from uh, last week, we've got a Marquette poll. That for me, a full ride. I didn't go there. It was too, too cold. Uh, but the Marquette poll has Johnson up at a plus one. And I think think I think if you do it like an aggregate of that I realistically Johnson's probably got a plus two one thing about incumbents incumbents tend to get reelected about 90% of the time so when there aren't that many Senate races it's hard not to look at Ron Johnson and, and think that that absolute fucking COVID denier you know Listerine will uh, is better than a vaccine Ron Johnson He's in the lead. He's got name recognition. Uh, his party is the the one that's out of power that, generally speaking, benefits people in off-year elections. Uh, Wisconsin has a chance to say, hey, we don't want you. Um, I When I look at polls, I also typically will apply my own personal belief is that there's generally a two- to three-point bump for the Republican candidate because— uh, there is truth to the idea that uh, Republicans will lie to pollsters, believing that they'll be considered racist. Well, it is, it is, it is a racist thing to support uh, most Republican candidates because it, it's a racist party. So, uh, but they're not—they're stupid in a lot of ways, but they're not stupid in the sense that they—they they actually do know that, though. So they do lie to pollsters. So if Johnson has a plus one, that's scary. He probably has a plus four. Uh, Nevada is also a tricky one. It's kind of a reddish state, purple. Did go for Biden. Uh, it is probably—second uh, to the George. I don't know, actually. I think Nevada might be the most likely blue to, blue to flip to red. Uh, Catherine Cortez uh, Maisto is kind of a bench uh, backbencher for the Democrats. I mean, so is Warnock, for that matter, but he's a bit newer. So that's to be uh, under—that's uh, to be expected— uh, Adam Laxold, uh, for the Republicans, he is uh, one of <laughs> what a compliment. I was about to say he's probably one of the the least crazy of of them all. Uh, but uh, with Oz and Herschel Walker and that, and uh, JD Vance in Ohio and uh, Blake Masters in Arizona, it's not saying a heck of a lot. I wouldn't say that he's normal. Um, the polls are kind of all over the place. Uh, some of the more recent polls, uh, I, I, I really, this shit's kind of scary. Uh, he's got a plus one according to a Hill Emerson poll. 
that came out last week. This one doesn't have as much polling, uh, not as high-profile candidates. Uh, it's going to be a nail-biter. Uh, yeah, a lot of these polls... There's a Suffolk poll from last month that has uh, Cortez Mesto up uh, plus seven. That's ridiculous. That's not gonna happen. Uh, I don't know though. She could, she could hold out, but uh, it's been tightening and it's been tightening in the wrong direction, uh, pretty consistently for a while. And there is plenty of reason to believe that uh, it it should tighten up uh, even more over the next six weeks. If you're in Nevada, this is definitely. I mean, there aren't as many voters in Nevada, too, so it's not as hard to get a swing. Uh, I don't, I don't love that. That this is, this is, it's a scary. A lot of shit goes wrong if if this one flips. It's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, it's ridiculous to think that like Georgia and Arizona, which were completely red states not too long ago, they now have two Democratic senators each. Although Kirsten Cinema is a perpetual thorn in uh, the Democrat side, uh, she is not running. Uh, thankfully, Mark Kelly is running. Uh, he's up for re-election uh, this cycle, and uh, he he might be running the single best campaign in the Senate right now. Uh, he should probably hold. So Nevada is going to be a mess. Nevada is going to be a mess. Uh, weekend. Uh, let's take a look at Ohio. I. I'm bullish on I, there's a reason I haven't mentioned Ohio yet. Uh, I'm really bullish on the idea that they could win. Uh, I mean, JD Vance is a clown. Uh, people like Sherrod Brown. I mean, Tim Ryan is a Sherrod Brown clone. Uh, he's not as impressive in order. He ran for president in 2020. That was a joke. Uh, he tried to run for speaker in not speaker. Ma- he ran for minority leader after 2016. Uh, went nowhere. Uh, I, I, I don't find Tim Ryan that impressive. Maybe he can squeeze it out. I, I don't really know. Um, a lot of the current polls, I'm looking at a Maris poll from earlier this month, uh, about a week ago. It's only got J.D. Vance up a plus one. I think <sighs> there's one from Friday, September 16th. That's an Emerson. That's also got... Uh, uh, Hill, the Emerson poll, that's got Vance up a plus four. Uh, it's scary. I don't like that at all. Um, there is, a, yeah, the Maris poll from, oh, that's from today, actually. That's only got Vance up a plus one. I don't know. I don't love that. I don't think that's necessarily accurate. I think, uh, Vance. He's an idiot, though, and Trump has not been helping his case. I don't know. Ohio is a tricky state. Ohio is also kind of like Florida. It's often cre- it's often thought of as this swing state, mostly because of stuff like uh, twenty like two thousand, where uh, there was like four hundred votes that, and then the Supreme Court who gave the they just gave they gave the election. The Supreme Court said we will stop this recount and we will have the moron known as George Bush. He will be president, and uh, that's the Supreme Court. That's that's the consequence of elections. So, kind of a mess. I don't know. There's been some fear-mongering about this New Hampshire race. Also, Maggie Hassan is uh, a very well-known candidate. Uh, Don Bolduc is a bit of a fringe loon. Uh, the RCP average has her up uh, between plus, plus 5, plus 11... Are you in it? Oh, no, that's from April. We'll just figure that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that race will tighten a little bit. That's not really going to flip. 
I think only the the only real one to follow that we haven't covered the big one. I mean, we've saved the best for last, people. Let's do uh, Mr. Crudite. He got Pennsylvania. A couple months ago, I would have said Fetterman was basically a wet dream of a candidate. Uh, he's the near-perfect candidate to run in a place like Pennsylvania. Actually, or Ohio for that matter. Even uh, Wisconsin and Nevada. Georgia is purplish with a lot of uh, blue-collar people. Uh, Fetterman, he's a dream come true. He's a progressive, immensely pro-labor. No one would question his union bona fides. Uh, He's he's a fantastic candidate. He also did have a stroke, which is not good. We should not forget that Bernie uh, had a heart attack, and that was he probably shouldn't have stayed at the race at the time. And that's controversial to say, but that would have been that would have been real bad in a general election. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure post heart attack Bernie could have beaten Trump. I don't know. We'll see. He couldn't. He really underperformed in Michigan, but this is not about that. Um, Pennsylvania. Fetterman is looking at right now, we have a poll from the 16th that has uh, him up plus two. That's a little while away. Or that's a bit, uh, that's a, that's by a a place called the uh, Trafalgar Group. Sounds like something out of a Kurt Vonnegut novel. Uh, I, I wouldn't put too much faith in that, but that's got Fetterman up plus two. And then from Last week, we have a CBS YouGov poll that has Fetterman up uh, 0.5, which I also, frankly, wouldn't put too much stock into that one either. I don't like uh, plus fives in swing states or where I don't know. He's probably looking at the Trafalgar, uh, the plus two is probably the most, that's probably actually around the point. Um, the RCP average has Fetterman up a plus four. They list it as a toss-up. Generally speaking, a plus four is not really a toss-up, but uh, I think that is pretty indicative of where this race is. This is not, Crudite could come back. Uh, it's fucking absurd. He doesn't even live in Pennsylvania. And he's, he's... For a guy who's a professional TV guy, like, say what you will about Trump and his dumbass, uh, his dumbass rallies, his absolute kind of shit... The dude could captivate. Oz can't do that. Oz has been on TV far lo- longer than Trump was, and the dude is one of like Trump. Trump at least understood the 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 emotions and the frequencies and the vibes of politics. Oz doesn't. Oz is a fucking idiot, um, which is why he tr- he trails. Uh, that plus two I I just mentioned. That's 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 as tight as it gets. Uh, a lot of more serious polls like the Susquehanna has him at a plus five. Emerson, oh, that's from last month. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. And for a lot of you watching I and mean, listening, you're probably, I'm, I'm saying data that maybe doesn't make an absolute ton of sense. It's polling. Polling's been flawed. Uh, but uh, the, what these polls should accomplish, at least, is uh, this is serious. This is a, These are serious races that could, de- if, the, if the Republicans take the Senate, uh no more judges. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that presidential elections are so. Well, they got the judges approved. Um, we don't hold national elections to decide the. It's it's a disgrace that our judiciary is in this space, uh, spot. But guess what? It is. So uh, it'd be real bad. It 
the House is probably gone. That sucks. But losing the Senate would would really uh, kneecap a lot of the Biden administration's efforts to fill out uh, the executive branch, which always has hundreds of vacancies because making the Senate advise and consent to all these sort of uh, all these. There's way too many posts that require Senate confirmation. It's absurd how much time in the Senate calendar that that basic shit takes up. And on top of that, you've also got judges uh, and legislation. The Senate calendar having to... You kind of, like... There is kind of a sense that the majority leader is a bit like Ebony Maw from the Avengers, uh, kind of being a sorcerer, uh, making that shit work. It's very challenging, but... uh, Hey, I mean, this is tough. This is uh, this going to be a tough race. Uh, and uh, you can do a lot of good by filling out a ballot. And I, look, I just talked about the Senate. Not going to go into the House. It's a mess. There's hundreds of seats. You may live in a district or you may know, you almost certainly know somebody who lives in a district where this shit could matter. This shit could be decided by a couple thousand votes. Those add up. Got to vote, people. We've got to do this. It sucks. Uh, I don't really, I hate, I hate trying to rally people and say, vote Democrat, because a lot of these people suck. There are some good candidates, though, and that's definitely going to be more true on a local level. There's people you can help with your ballot, filling it out, and there's real stakes at hand. There's, there's no way around it. This is, uh... A precarious time in our nation. I, I hate how politicians always say, this is the most important election of our lifetime. Like, in what world is a politician going to stand up and say, you know, I thought about it, and this election is not as important as the last one. This is not as important. So if you don't want to show up to the poll, you can stay home. It's no big deal. No, they're never going to do that. But um, we'll come here every two years and beg you... It sucks. Um, I know it, it, it. I don't like being a part of the Democrat Party. I want a better party, but uh, we don't have a better party. And third, George Washington said, "Hey, we should inform political parties." That was one of his, in his goodbye speech after he was done being president. He said, "Hey, this is not a good idea. We shouldn't do this." And what did they do? They did it. So I can rail against the two-party system. I. It, it was not going to go away. It's not going to change. I would love it, but it's not. So we live in reality. We have to deal with reality. And the reality is the Democrats are in trouble. They are not as... Uh, they're not politicians that often rise to meet the moment. And that's actually also true of Joe Biden. But we can rise to the moment. We can help them and uh, push them to the left in the process for people who say that uh, electoralism and voting doesn't really matter hey look at how much more progressive the democrat party is now than they were back in 2016 bernie did that progressives did that we've pushed them to the left we can keep pushing them further but uh you can't push them anywhere if you don't vote because why would they care if you don't vote if you don't if you take your ball and go home you remove yourself from the equation Voting is participation. Participation is inclusion. We have to, we have to. You have to vote. So on that note, uh, probably a good place to stop. Uh, if you made it to the end, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review. And uh, we will see you next time. And the next time will come uh, sooner. It won't be another 10-week uh, hiatus. But um, yeah, thanks so much, everyone. It's good to be back.